We live. Live. Um. Isn't this when you're supposed to do something? Oh yeah, yeah. I got a quote. I got a quote. I got a quote. You got a quote. Yeah, I think we should start this podcast off with a quote. I think it's only right if we, you know, give him some positive to work with. I mean, yeah, it is the first episode. It's the introduction, contrast, uncut. So, you know what? Give him a quote. All right, let's see. And I didn't even make this one up, so let's let's see if we can get this one going. All right. Um, it is our attitude. Well, did you see how he had to get his voice cleared? Like he was really going to say something <laughs> I, important? I really, I'm really trying here. It is our attitude. At the beginning of a difficult task, which, more than anything else, would affect its successful outcome. That was deep. And that was from William James. William James? Not Rick James? No, no. It might be his cousin, William. On all jokes aside, he's an American philosopher. Wow. That was deep, though. It's your attitude? Your attitude. From the beginning. Attitude. So from the beginning of this first episode, you see our attitude. Hey. You see how that tailor into what you just said? 100%. Segway moment, but we ain't got no segway, so write a check. 100%. So once again, this is the Contrast Uncut Podcast. Man, welcome to the first episode. It features uh, your boy Slick Young and myself, Juan Dallas. What up, bro? I'm cooling. How you feeling? Man, I'm in motion. Slow motion, fast motion. However, this uh, BPM of the conversations go. Man, it's been actually. This has been a. First of all, before we even start, how's your day going? First of all. Man, if you, I don't want to be too personal, but it's it's been busy. Doctor office, driving in the rain, seeing people crash. You know, for whatever reason, people think that because it's raining, they should drive faster, and it's sad. I just want to give a quick shout out to the person who decides to put on nice white Air Force Ones in the rain. Cause somebody gonna do it today. Man, oh, where's my shout out? I had my fucking chocolates on today with my socks on. You hey, I put up, we put up, and I he got out the car and I seen him in house shoes and socks in the rain. I'm all warm. He's looking like it's the middle of the summer, but it is what it is, I guess. Man, that's them leather joints. My feet is warm, B. <laughs> you got the leather socks too? Nah, them is Nike. Quick little, quick little. Nike got to cut you a check for that. That's a check. No, that's just facts. That's what I can afford. That does the compression on my feet to stay warm. <laughs> I feel it. I feel it. I'm glad you guys are tuning in. Though this is gonna be a great podcast. I really hope you guys like it. We've been working hard to put this nice piece of work together for you guys. What are they to expect, bro? I mean, at the end of the day, they're gonna jump on. They're gonna hear this. And I mean, what, what's there to expect? What is there about us that, that makes us separate from the rest of the podcast? What makes us separate from different people? Oh, it's very simple. I mean, the idea of contrast uncut is the fact that we live two different lifestyles. First of all, we're two different races. We won't even tell you what race we are, uh, what the two different, who is who. But check this out. You got a black guy and a white guy. Yes. Yes, we got two different. Uh, we we come from two different sides of the track, but we meet in one gray area. Big facts. So, uh, just an example. I mean, should I throw them a few examples of why we different, but we the same? You know what? I think the listeners can tell right now that we already have two different perspectives, and you can't tell which of us is black, and you cannot tell which of us is white. Does that even matter? No, it doesn't, because you we're promoting the gray area. Exactly. That nobody want to talk about because we're keeping that shit real. Yes, hundred percent. 
I mean, just a little small fact. Um, yeah, hit him with it. Hit him with it. Right uh, in the jab. <laughs> to the throat. You got a Raider fan and you got a 49er fan. Controversy. Um, you got someone who apparently went, uh, you know, deal with a lot of UCLA folks. You got a USC alumni. You know what? I worked there, Brad. I ran the John Williams Center for a few years. I got some attributes. I lived there. Shit. His name was in a Raptor somewhere. Nah, um, but then again, it's hard for me to talk. I get itchy and rashy when I talk about them Bruins. It don't work out for me that way. Hey, for the record, he was not over here scratching himself like he was in New Jack City. So, I don't know about all that. He ain't oh, over man. here. Oh, man. So, I think he do like the Bruins. UCLA, fight, fight, fight. Uh, you know, a funny part, a real cool, funny, little small, funny little thing about that. Uh, I had an ex that was a mega UCLA fan. I'm almost believing that's the reason why we broke up. Choices. Wrong hey, choices. You went from yep to no more. Didn't work out. Didn't work out. Fair enough. Fair enough. And I mean, uh, that's just a little bit of contrast from you and I. That's not even digging into our music side I mean he's on a whole different wavelength than I am and that's why we meet in the middle we both understand what's trash but we may tell you a whole bunch of different reasons why it's trash and you telling yourself that shit tight 100% I agree I mean uh I mean try to give him a little background on you know where I came from and how, how I got to this point man only if you ask me that same question alright I'm, I'm, I, I, 100% we can do that I mean, so a little bit about me. Uh, I was raised in Los Angeles, California. Uh, Watch neighborhood, uh, Compton area. You know, I mean, back and forth, moms and pops, whatever. Uh, shout out to all my folks out there. Um, as a kid, always in music. You know, actually, my first CD I ever bought. My birthday, my parents gave me money. You know, what I mean, they asked me what I want for my birthday. Want a little money to buy a CD. First CD I ever bought, and I never told anyone to this day. Juvenile, four hundred degrees. <laughs> That back that ass up. Back that ass up. You know what I mean? That CD they had high and all them classic records. Uh, and at that point, at that point, I think, uh, at that point in my life, I realized music was in me. I, mean, I grew up in a household listening to My dad had a plethora of music from The Temptations to NWA to Will Smith. So I grew up on that. So that just inspired me a whole lot. So you got jiggy with it? Uh, yeah, it was just the two of us, me and my dad, just the two of us, <laughs> <laughs> just the two of us, so you know what I mean, like, that worked for me 100%, uh, as I got older, uh, I decided I wanted to be a part of the music industry some way, somehow, I dabbled into rapping, um, it really wasn't for me, uh, at the time, I would say, at the time it really wasn't for me. How close were you to the Watts Towers? Uh, I walked to them every day, I walked to them towers every day, from, fun fact, I used to take the blue line all the time. And then I had to walk to the blue line. So you know what that's like going from South Central to Watts? And then you take the motorcycle to Compton? Oh, man. That had to be a long day. That's a day on the bus in the metro. That is the definition of L.A. without a car. 100%. And they, hey, people still ride that to this day. You know what I mean? So like I said, I mean, as I got older, I just got into I tried to do the music thing. It really didn't you know, work out for me like I wanted to at that time. Decided to intern into the radio station. So I to deal with Power 106. Shout out to all the cats at Power 106, especially Yes Ortiz, because she I was the intern for Yes Ortiz. She made me run around like a dog. 
what does she look like? Because I grew up in L.A. too, bruh. And I ain't going to lie to you. They didn't have social media. And the internet wasn't popping. So what does she really look like? I haven't looked her up. I haven't heard her name in a while. Yessi Ortiz is about 5'6". Latina woman, nice little curves. Uh, actually, congratulations to her. She just got engaged. I was actually on the shade room. She just got engaged. Congratulations. Oh uh, man, she, she's the sweetest person in the world until you gotta, you know, intern is like hazing, like hazing week in college. She made me do everything I didn't want to do. But hey, it was a great experience. <laughs> he said everything I don't want. Every do. day. Hey, you guys don't know uh, when you go down to that Power 106 building, it is about 11 floors. You go down, and she actually she actually puts seven coffees and tell you exactly what she wants, and gets and you get up there with them coffees. She goes, oh, I forgot to tell you I didn't want creamer. So you gotta go back down them eleven stairs. Gosh, not creamer. an elevator, but the stairs. Yeah, we had to make sure we go. We went through the um, um stairs. No elevator. It was no elevator. I mean, it was elevator, but we weren't allowed to do that. Interns aren't allowed to use the elevator. They didn't want you on the elevator with the celebrity. Exactly. Guests. So it, it was a struggle, but it, you know, it taught me Did a lot. Did you see Big Boy when Big Boy was big? Yes. Shout out to Big Boy. He was huge. Had that surgery. He's been eating right, doing everything right. And Big Boy is the nicest person you ever meet. The same, the same comedian you see on, on, uh, listen to on the radio is the same person you see live every day. Yeah, yeah I met him before. He is a true gentleman comedian. Gentleman first, but comedian in that same second boy. <laughs> uh, I, uh, people don't know. Um, so the Lakers was playing in the Seventy Sixers NBA Finals. I forget what year. Two thousand. I don't want to butcher it. Uh, Lakers and Sixers. Will Smith and Big Boy had a bet. They literally had a bet on Lakers and Sixers game, and uh, this is the this was the, the year that Al Iverson decided to step over Toronto for my real sports didn't man. Didn't they get swept? No, uh, didn't Philly get one? Philly got one, I think. Uh, it was four one. Yeah, Philly got one. Uh, Philly got one. Well, that year, Big Boy and Will Smith had a bet. The loser had to wash uh, the car. So you know, Philly beats the Lakers. So. Theoretically, Will Smith was supposed to wash Big Boy's car. Will, Will Smith never did it. You know who had to do it? All the interns. And Big Boy decided he wanted to take his car off-roading that weekend. Oh, that was the game AR dropped 48 points. Exactly. They won in overtime. Exactly. So that's what game I had. Won. I had. I had to, I was a part of having to wash Big Boy's disgusting car. I mean, but it was cool, like I said. I mean, fast forward without boring you guys too much. I've always been a part of the music industry to some degree, you know, because I want to do it so bad. Besides washing cars. Besides washing cars, man. Flights of stairs, up and down. Besides washing cars. So really, you know, I mean, got to a point where I end up doing podcasts, not necessarily podcasts, but more in online radio. And I'm going to, I'm doing a little show in Alaska with um, Queen G. For people who don't know Queen G by that name, Shantae Gibson, Tyrese, Tyrese is R&B singer, Transformers, Fast and Furious. Tyrese Gibson's sister, so we baby boy, baby boy, Jody, Jody. So uh, yeah, we end up we end up doing that, and uh, been doing radio since then. Took a few years off, and now we back with this podcast. And I, you know, that's just a little bit about me. I mean, I think they bored of hearing me. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Man, I was sidebarring your whole thing, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. So you kept it going, going though. You LA. kept it going. You kept it going. Through. You know, I've been around these streets. Uh, definitely got an education in the process. So I've been doing music for the past 12 years, doing radio on and off for the past 15 years. I got my first opportunity at uh, KC Santa Barbara, or KCSD at UC Santa Barbara, and uh, I had a radio show on Friday nights with my folks, uh, Rich Cameron, and it was a Dickens E session. We used to have it live. We had a sponsor from Shop Pack, 
Shout out to Shop Pack. We used to have parties, boy. It was lit. You ain't never had to go get no coffee? Nah. When you, only, oh, I'm the only one that had to do that. So you went straight to the top and was like, I want to mess with the top. And they put you on the bottom, but you were still at the top. The difference. I was at the bottom with the bottom. But y'all, but y'all did what y'all had to do with what y'all had to do it. Be honest, we was in the basement at UC Santa Barbara. They got Stork Tower, and then at the bottom of Stork Tower, that is where the uh, radio station is. And so technically, we was like in the basement recording everything. Man, you all was on the 11th floor. Y'all had views. We had walls to look at, man. Hey, but hey, uh, I agree. But I would never run coffee ever again. It was that bad. That bad. That's why you didn't let me stop and get coffee on the way here. For real. Fair enough. Fair enough. It's, it's, uh, so from Santa Barbara, we did that for a couple of years. And then I came out here to Bakersfield. Uh, no, I went to L.A. And then I came to Bakersfield. I was in L.A. for a few years. And then when I came to Bakersfield, I uh, worked on online radio as well. And then I pretty much went on a hiatus and went right back to the music and worked as a manager at some pizza place and shit try to do other things and got lost in the sauce and needless to say i'm like i i gotta get back to what i enjoy doing which is grabbing this mic linking up with somebody and running it don't you just love how like you may have started one way and it took you six different other directions but you came back to the original way you want to be see i did motivational speaking in high school they did an article on me my senior year, graduating, the whole shebang. And then somebody was like, you should talk about this to kids so that they can hear your side of the story. I'm like, okay, I'll do it. And then I went to Delano the first time. And when I got done, they handed me a check for $500. And I'm 17, haven't graduated from high school, and I ain't seen no check for $500. I was doing intern work and getting paid $100 a week type stuff. I was like, what, $500 for two hours? What is this? And did it a couple of more times, and then I went to college and fell off and started doing radio. Hey, but it wasn't a fall off. It was actually, you know, it was actually... Like a segue. Yeah, segue to your story. Yeah, because as you have a mic to yourself, you're just not limited to that one audience that gets a piece of you and what they take versus you put it on a platform like you guys get to hear today. You have gems that are being kicked to you perspectives being kicked to you you just got logic and then if you don't agree with it i'm pretty sure you will have a comment section and we go ahead and keep that thing live and i will be commenting every comment y'all post i'm ready for the i'm ready for the bullshit <laughs> man as you can tell we are both laker fans so that's our little gray area we meet in the middle on the sports dodger fans too yeah, and we are dodger fans but you know the reality is not too many people talk about baseball but motherfuckers talk about football all day. They talk about basketball all day. And they talk about the college shit. And in Bakersfield and some other areas, they talk about high school, middle kids, football and shit. Because that shit pop. Uh, I agree. I 100% agree with that. Man, you already in there, man. Because you already know how this stuff work out here. But it also works in, like, Texas. I mean, think about it. We're talking about small stuff, big stuff. The main topic is sports. And the main two sports is football and basketball. I agree. Uh, I've been... Speaking of football, let's go ahead and get into the shit. Because everybody's been talking about it. Current event. All, all Current week. Event. Everybody's been talking about this whole Colin Kaepernick situation. Uh, I'm a 49er fan to the death. I watched Colin Kaepernick 
playing college and I've been thinking about this all day and you know what I mean I had to, I had to write enough I mean I had to put enough thought into it and listen to enough articles for me to actually give you guys a legit think way of thinking about this so he played at Reno Nevada Reno Nevada yes yes shout out to the Wolfpack 100% um so my take on this very very straightforward with this um we have two issues here we have an NFL issue and we have a Colin Kaepernick issue the NFL issue is for me I don't necessarily feel that the NFL really want to even have these workouts uh whether it was uh like everyone has been um talking about and rumors has been swirling that this was a Jay-Z and Rock Nation move um or do I really feel that the NFL wanted to give Colin a chance I don't know Bruh, if Colin really wanted a chance, he would get it. They got the New York Summer Football Leagues where they making 15000 a game if you wanted to get some quick money. They got Canadian Football League. They got Arena Football League. Hey, I heard Vincent Manders bringing the XXL back. The XFL is back. They had a draft. We didn't see Colin Kaepernick go number one. I agree. I agree. So, I mean, and I agree with that. So, for me, like, it's a football thing. How much do you You're supposed to disagree. <laughs> How much does he really want to play football? And, but the issue is, I watched everything that went down. And I do feel, you know what I mean, with all due respect to the National Football League, they don't want him, they don't want him to be him. And we, in the sports field, we came across a lot of characters, such as Dennis Rodman, Mike Tyson, Muhammad Ali, Shit, Floyd Mayweather is a character, and but it's the fifty and old character. Exactly, but it's the bottom line that the NFL, you know, what I mean, is looking at, and Colin is threatening their bottom line. Uh, I do believe the NFL is full of shit. But hold on, do you believe Colin Kaepernick is as great as those people that you listen? Because see, when you said NFL and Colin Kaepernick earlier, I was like, okay, they're like distant cousins. They can mess with each other if they want to. Yeah. But now when you talk about Colin Kaepernick and Muhammad Ali, and you talk about the the other greats that you mentioned, because my mind already went by too fast on it, because it didn't make I sense. I said Dennis Rodman, you know what uh, I mean? Okay, Dennis Rodman is a good example. He was a character, the greatest character. He married himself. <laughs> Didn't he marry Carmen Electra? Carmen Electra, he said he married Carmen. Like Car- two days? Yeah. And then, you know what I mean, he's also the same guy who, he was on the team with Greg Popovich. Greg Popovich said, if you go get any more tattoos, I'm going to kick you off this team. Dennis Rodman went and got two tattoos that night. Damn, that's motherfucking right. And then he got got traded to the Chicago Bulls, and the rest was history from there. So, I mean, when you look at that type of thing, but these things weren't affecting the NBA's bottom line. What Colin Kaepernick is doing is affecting the NFL's bottom line, and uh, you made a good point off air. You know, NFL and the military are hand-in-hand. They're partners. They got money and crossing hands. They promoting each other. So at that point, Colin Kaepernick, even though for anyone who does not has not did their research, a military man, a former military man, is the one who told Colin Kaepernick it was okay to take the nil. So that's a, that's already an issue within himself, I guess. But let me ask you this: because they're using their platforms for each other, why is it okay to mix football and politics? Because at the end of the day, all they're doing is promoting. They're getting paid. I agree. So taking this platform and taking it into politics, why is that okay? What happened to enjoying just football for football? I that's the part that I have not figured out yet. 
because we like this, this. I feel like these last six, seven years has went somewhere else with this, somewhere else with it. And I'm trying to figure out where, you know, what I mean, where did where did this come from? Like, I get it. Yes, we all know the social injustice issues that are going on, but it seems like the entertainment, the entertainment field, is looking for something new. So, like I said, my my take on it is. But aren't we tired of talking about Colin Kaepernick? I mean, 100%, I respect what he's done. 100%. How he transitioned, what he's done, and he's making millions without even playing football. But, aren't you tired of talking about him? I, I am. Te- technically, I am. I really am. And I just feel that we don't, I, I don't, I'm in a, I'm, I'm on, I'm on a fence. I think on both sides, there's some dumb shit going on, and then they won't ever be able to re- resolve it. So, because they won't ever be a resolver, either Colin is going to get put on the team, or he's going to sit at home and still do what he got to do at home. Best case scenario, your opinion, what's best case? Best case is Colin Kaepernick comes to the NFL. The worst case is Colin Kaepernick coming to the NFL. But, you're not saying where he going to go. Where? Be- okay, best case team, Miami Dolphins, Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, so, be Broncos. on a losing team and be thrown to the wolves and just watch them annihilate him because he's a quarterback and Yes, that's the best case for him because he's not going. He, he's not going to go to a contender. They already have their quarterback. Unless you, I mean, even though this is a, in, in, in this league, this is a two quarterback league because quarterbacks go down left and right. I don't see no contender picking them up. If anybody, if anybody would do it, I would have thought it would be the Patriots or the Cowboys because Jerry Jones and Bel- Belichick had the record of going and getting somebody wild and just accepting it. So if they don't want to do it, it's going to be hard for anybody to do it. He's not young enough to, for them to believe in winning now. They already have a Tom Brady. They already have a Dak Prescott. But I, yeah, I agree with you. But this is where I'm like, where can he go and really accelerate and become something? Unfortunately, all the teams you named were just trash. Yeah. No help. Miami, the Jets, something the like Dolphin, that. Nope. The, see, you said you didn't say that at first. The Jets actually need a quarterback because they have positional players on offense and defense to put them in games. But when you got trash ass USC motherfucking don't do that. Sam don't, don't, don't Darnold do don't do that. Don't at do that. the quarterback position. Don't do that. Don't do that. I see what you're doing right now. Bullshit. I see what you're doing right now. Don't do that right you now. You need to replace him with the legendary do with a steel throw. You see he was throwing out there. You seen it, right? Don't do that. Don't do that. So you need to replace I, I, Sam I, I, Darnold. I, I, I see this is becoming here. I see what this is becoming with here. With Colin Kaepernick. And then you know what? That's the best situation. The worst situation is that he gets put on any team and he gets uh, paid just to sit on the bench and he already getting paid by Nike and all his other endorsements. I'm not finna, you know, because I, I want to get off this football conversation. I'm not finna let you just disrespect any USC player like that. You know what I mean? Sam Donald is a tremendous quarterback and um, he's, a future to, he's a future to Jets. You know what I mean? Capper. See, it's, it's, it's look at the statistics, man. Numbers don't lie. You lie right now because you are a Trojan fan. I'm just pinpointing out facts right now. I'm not vibing with this. Yeah. I don't condone. I don't. I don't condone his statements. Just to let you guys know, I don't condone none of this shit. You ain't gotta condone it, brother. It's, it's called statistical. What's facts. the next topic? Topic next. What, what we got on See, the See, he's trying to hit the button, bruh. The intern is not gonna come over here and make me get off this topic. What's on? What's what's on the next topic? The next topic is you need to get the intern to go get me some coffee because you want me to change it because I got so roasted and you had to accept it. And then you was like, 
some hoopla and some bullshit. Nah, nah, nah. We're not going to disrespect Sam Donald out there. He was injured. He's coming off injury trying to figure out his life. Yeah, that sound like a motherfucker that sounded like they out the league. I'm not rocking. I'm not rocking with this. <laughs> <laughs> this is funny. Let me ask you this, bruh. When was the last time you were pulled over? Uh, a few years back. Few years back. Hold yeah. on, bro. You spent a few years since you seen the red and blue lights. I've been, bright... an outs- I've been an outstanding citizen. That don't change shit. Outstanding, and and, and you, know, I ain't, and you know, I've been in Ubers, and you know, what I mean, um, Uber, Uber Ooh. pools, and Lyfts, and you know, what I mean. See, I see what you just did there. You know, we don't get put over when you're in those type of vehicles. Nope, I got an Uber stick, and I don't even drive them. Hey, the Uber pool be lit because you get in the car with strangers, lit. You never know what you're gonna get out of that situation. For real Yeah but it's it's been a few years back man A few years back It was a very interesting situation in LA And uh I never knew right to this day Why we was put over Um First of all I want to say Because I'm I'm, 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 going to ask you the same question When you got to put over But how I just want to ask you before that Before I tell you my story How often are we going to fall for the same bullshit Your tail light is out Excuse I have been pulled over numerous times, and I've been a passenger a lot of the times, and I have never heard the taillight being out. I've heard the actual new ones, the, uh, your license plate don't reflect with the light. The oh, light nah. over your license plate is not on. You only, you're supposed to have two lights, and you only got one on. I haven't heard uh, Rodney King bullshit in a while. These cops got a lot smarter, bruh. And they hit you with that You fit the description bullshit all the time too, bruh The description of what? Man, a description of for them to pull you over Man Yes, yeah, so I got pulled over a few years back Me and a couple partners of mine was uh, In uh, in Universal City, you know, hanging out You know, doing a lot, you know, just whatever uh, It's about five of us in a five-seater car Driving by LAX Shout bruh, y'all was stuffed in there Stuffed <laughs> In a Nissan Altima Five in the Altima Five on five It wasn't like there was a four It's a five seater with four of us No the middle seat is capacitated There's no armrest There's no drink holder Whoever was in the middle of the back seat He had the right bitch The whole seat You know what I hope there was no chubby people in the back seat I had front so I was fine So, so I get you fend for your own Cause you didn't call shotgun Exactly. So at this point, we get put over by LAX, um, and then they end up calling back for backup. So it ended up being like four cars. It's only five. Because yeah, it was five of y'all stuffed in a damn Altima. We was hot, and it, the, the AC was out. <laughs> so at this point, if the AC is out, man, you gotta give us some slack. We just trying to get home. Bruh, how is how are y'all hot being right next to the damn ocean, bruh? The AC was out. It was LA. It was one of ninety-five degree summer nights. Five. Nah, I'm not gonna say no name, right. but somebody didn't have deodorant. Somebody didn't have deodorant that let day. Let me tell you this. Actually, not even let me tell you. Let me ask you this. Would you say that people in LA in the summertime, once it gets over 85 degrees, do not know how to act compared to people in Bakersfield when it gets over 105, don't know how to act? I agree. It's a 20 degree difference. Exactly. When you um when you've been in Bakersfield and you didn't have to deal with the 105 degrees, and you go to LA and it's 95, you're like, man, it's still cold out here. They be fucking tripping when it's 95. That's real facts. They be antics. It's be like, how come this whole fucking city got like PMS from this heat? 
It don't make no sense. I agree. I, I mean, I agree. That moment was sponsored by, uh, what does it say here? Some nine plus pH water. This whole podcast, we better get all some type of deal. The NFL need to give me a jersey. Or uh, who else we shout out? We shout out. Um, oh shit! We, yeah, yeah. You Colin, know. you and Nike. I need. I need some sneakers or something. Man, we. Hey, you saw that? Uh, uh, the Under Armour looking joint. Yeah, the gray, the gray and black thing. I want that. I want that. I want that. Yeah, but if you got two XL, you know, slip ain't no two XL. I'm a young boy. I'm, I'm. I'm a young body. Give me the large. I'm. A, I'm a little body. Yeah. See, I want my stuff to fit. I don't want to feel like my stuff crunching. NFL, stop running. <laughs> stop running. <laughs> hey, so that's what I so back to the serious too. <laughs> I had to do that. I had to, that was funny. But uh yeah, so we get put over, they call for backup, four squad cars come, they empty everybody's pockets. At this time my buddy is doing uh my buddy was doing construction he's he's a construction worker. He had a little box knife that was a little bit longer than he should have had it. So he put everything out on the hood of the car and you know, I mean he had about almost a hundred dollars to his name. You know, they dropped everything. They hit us with the tail light, the tail light jug. We had to deal with it. They let us all go. The box knife was gone. About fifty dollars was gone. It was just a whole bad scenario. Like that situation was great. LAPD Jack Chow? Got him. Shout out to the Jack Boys. They out here really living it. Man, really living. Training it. day for real. They took it all. They took it all. And, and my boy and my man's had a, a, a little dime bag of weed on him. That that was gone. And it wasn't filed for no evidence. I'm pretty sure it wasn't. Man, LAPD. I mean, you know what? I will say this, that there are a percentage of good cops. And then there's a percentage of these ruthless motherfuckers that wear a badge and a gun and got rims. Because you know the police got rims. They ain't got no hubcaps. And uh, they, they don't play. I agree. I agree. But the whole point of why I ask that is because I feel that we need to bring awareness about the topic, making sure, I mean, you know, you saw how the reaction was. It was five people in the car. They called for backup. And it's like, well, what else are you supposed to do? Exactly what y'all did. Stay calm, cool, collective. I was going to ask you that in before. I mean, I want you to get into your story, but then I also want you to tell me. What do you think, you know, what do you, what, listeners, what should they do, you know, if they got put over with your opinion? But let me get your story first. Oh, uh, you want to know the last time I was pulled over? Yeah. Okay. Uh, shout out LAPD. I was actually with my family. We were, uh, my wife and my two kids, we were driving through Venice. And I actually, I had my little uh, phone case in the center. And then I had the Grammys playing at the time. So, you know, this is back in last February. And so, yeah, I ain't been put over in months. I've been, you know, Uber riding with the sign. They don't fuck with you. And uh, that night, I was driving my other car that don't got the Uber sign. And I got my mount up there. And I got the movie playing. Actually, no, I got the Grammys playing. And uh, I'm driving on the back street looking for a parking spot by Venice Beach. And the police pulled me over. And pretty much they uh come up to the side ask me to roll down the window my hands is on the steering wheel i'm doing everything right you know you look at them you ask for permission but my wife she's uh she is african-american and at that exact moment the police started to feel uncomfortable because she didn't ask for permission to open up the glove department to get the damn registration and i asked for permission to get my license 
So during that moment, they reached on their holster. My wife yelled out, I'm just getting the registration and calmed down the moment. Mind you, we got the kids in the back and I still got the music playing from the Grammys. And then after about 20 seconds of that little hoopla shit with them, I asked them, so what is the reason of you pulling me over? And they said, oh, you got paper plates. Paper plates? We just got the car. What else he supposed to have? The damn DMV was dumb behind. They expected you to get to get the place that day, huh? Man, like I'm supposed to manufacture my own shit. I got a partner in prison that's gonna make it for me and send it on the next motherfucker out. On the first kite out? I'm waiting in the backyard. No. The fuck? So, they say all that. They go run our shit. And then they come back and tell us, oh, you're not allowed to have your phone playing. That's a distraction. Have a good night. And let us go. That is, that's a crazy ass story. So in, in an event like that that happens to someone else. Or let's just let me let, let's just go on ahead. I mean, this is going even off topic. I mean, going off the docket where we got going. But let's just give the least three things we can do if you've ever been put over by police. Like, just to make sure the situation is calm. So what would you say is one of them? The first thing you do is keep your hands on the steering wheel and have that. Actually, no. The first thing you do is go down that window. Because you know their ass going to come up. You see all these Facebook videos where they got the thing of, it is my right to to not give you my stuff and all this other shit where you don't think you got to talk to the police, bruh. All you're doing is instigating the situation. Cooperate. So the first thing you should do is roll down your window. Expect for them to come. Second thing you should do is keep your hands on the steering wheel, both hands, so they see them. And the third thing you should do is ask for permission everything you do in front of them. I was going to say that make sure you identify with them. You're doing everything. Permission. Once they say, hey, can you get your license? Okay, officer, the license is in the glove department. Did you peep how you just said that? You didn't say sir because they don't want to hear sir. They feel like they're above that that gentleman perspective. Exactly. It's officer. Yep, let them know. Officer, I'm going to you. If, if he says, hey, I want your license registration, you go, yes, officer, it's in the glove box. I'm reaching for the glove box. You got to always make sure you're aware. Let them know. What you're doing at all times because wrong anyone wrong move and i'm tired of please i'm tired of these videos stop arguing with the officers even if you think you right you got to come to that peaceful mind state because that's where it go left real quickly big facts because i mean at the end of the day there are split seconds of decision making and when you at that gatekeeper or someone that can hire you fire you take your life send you to prison for life all of that you want to make sure you're on your best behavior and nobody's thinking like that. Like when you at your grandmother's house and you see that damn uh, plastic on the couch, you know you're not supposed to go over there and eat and act the ass. That's real. That's real. So once again, um, just make sure you follow all the procedures. I'm not saying kiss no ass. We're not in here saying kiss no Hell ass, but you nah. want to protect your but life. You be respectful, bro. You're not going to be on Central and Pyru. Acting an ass. You're not gonna be in the projects and any of them acting an ass. It's just something you're not gonna do. Because if you don't know nobody, why you won't go over there and do all that? And at the end of the day, how many people really know the police? Exactly. Besides the people that are family with them, and that's real, bro. How many people really know police officers? And turn your music down when it, when it, when it, when you when you pull a window down. All that I mean, all that loud music is fine, but you want to you want them to let you, you want to let them know that you're at peace with them and you trying to be in agreement with them. Like I said, we're not saying kiss ass. No, but I mean at the same time, you're not gonna go to your drive-through, whatever it is, McDonald's, In and Out, wherever, 
and have your music slapping because they can't hear your order. So, how are you supposed to get your order across to the police when they pull you over and they want to investigate your ass for that five minutes, ten minutes, thirty minutes, however you decide to make that go? I agree. I agree. So, turn your goddamn music down. Man, I mean, should I say when they pull you over, turn down? But why are you riding, bro? Ride. What you listening to? What would you be listening? What do you listen to now? I listen to a plethora. Like that's all I do when I have off time is look up dope shit. It's just a passion. Uh, just dibble and dabble in it. But speaking of this, I felt like that was a segue because we have a a pretty much a topic here that we gonna run every week where we discuss what's dope and what's trash and it's our perspectives it's slicks it's mine it's y'all's we got the comment section below and y'all can run that shit up however you want 100 percent. so i mean uh, we got two joints right that we that yeah that we, we do go one good we do one dope one great one however you want to put it something that slap and then we got one that's that's trash Let's get into a, let's get into one of the dope ones. So you know what I mean. Why you want to go right to the right to the motherfucking top of the cake? Why can't why can't we just start from the bottom and just talk shit about people? Okay, let's go then. Let's let's go there. Let's let's go to the trash. All right. Since since we're here, uh, everybody been talking about this guy. My my disclaimer. I love this man. No homo. No homo. Paul. So have you have you East Coast cast say it? But this is one of my favorite artists of all time. Bruh, no lie, one of my favorite artists too. He make top ten, but he also got a where he on top five. A lot of people listen to some bullshit that he do. Hey, some days Kobe had bad days. Jordan had bad games. This was a bad game for this person. Bruh, Jordan did bad in baseball. Horrible. Deion Sanders did too, but we know no, that, that's Deion is the only person ever to hit a home run and score a touchdown on the same day. He's a real one. He's a real one. I, S- I've been still corrected. Yeah, man, I had to just, you know, it's, it's contrast on cut, boy. But needless to say, if you don't know who we talking about, you about to understand here in a second. The name of this song is Lift Yourself. And before I even drop the name of this artist, I do have to put a disclaimer. For whatever reason, the licensing and all of that, that is beyond us, beneath us, to the side of us, we can't play the song. But you can go ahead and play the song at any time. If you want to put the thing on pause right now, get out your phone, YouTube, whatever, and look it up and see what the hell we talking about, there's your opportunity. But it is Lift Yourself by Kanye West. Hi. This is hurt. This hurts. This is trash. Sometimes Kanye is so much of a genius that, you know, not everything Albert Einstein did was was great. I'm pretty sure he had a, less, a lot of messed up things, but he didn't put it out. Right, you just said Kanye West and Albert Einstein. Yeah, I mean, because he's a Kanye is a genius to a certain, you know, certain okay. level. Okay, okay, you took it there and, and you brought your support. Um, everything I've heard him make, production wise, has been great. We all know Kanye doesn't write everything he does. You know what I mean? He has a lot of... T- he has a team. I'm not going to say one ghost writer. He has a team. But this Lift Yourself thing... Uh, I think Northwest helped him with this. 
He said boobity boop that something something do the it was terrible. Man, man, if I didn't actually was hip to Kanye, I'd be like Northwest, so a direction told him how to do this. His daughter, I'm sorry. For people who don't know, Northwest is his daughter by the uh Kim. Isn't it Nori or something like that name? I'd have no idea. No disrespect at all. No, don't, don't disrespect. Uh, bro, we disrespecting the fuck out this song, bro. This shit's some trash. But no disrespect to the family, none of that. It just wasn't for me. It wasn't it. That wasn't it, Kanye. You got a lot of hits, but that wasn't it. Once again, we talking about Kanye West lick yourself. That da da dee da da. Boobity booby boop. Um, yeah. I'm. It hurts to talk about this. No, you know, cut the shit. Cut Kanye. You need. To, you need some changes. This shit is trash. Trash. How you feel about the new album Kanye just did? Um, Jesus is King. Um, I like, I think it's, don't get me wrong, I think it's 12, 13 songs on there. I like about six of them that I genuinely love the production, love, you know, the direction he took it in. Um, well, it's not my business, and I, I've, I've said this, it's not my business whether he's a fake Christian, whether he's exploiting gospel music. I'm looking at it from the musical standpoint only. And from the musical standpoint, he got about six, seven songs I actually rock with. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. The other ones are, are boobity boop, bobbity bop. Bullshit. Exactly. <laughs> All right, disclaimer, I've only heard like four songs, three that's on the radio, and one I was like, oh, what's this? Other than that, I had to listen to it, so I'm just over here sidebarring like a Closed on Sunday like Chick-fil-A. You know what, but he making money on clothes on Sunday. I agree. Hey, I actually, open on Sunday. I actually watched the Sunday service with Joel Osteen. It was alright. It was alright. It was alright. How much do you think his choir got paid out there? Three hundred thousand. He got paid for that day. Uh, they probably split about. I mean, I'm gonna say it looked like it's about thirty members of that choir. They might have split maybe about a hundred of them things. You think he paying them that good? Oh, they getting paid that good. Just like yeah, I, I think. You know what I mean? Like I said, I'm not here to say he's exploiting gospel. We're not gospel. pocket watching. We just digesting right now. Yeah, I think they. I think they eating. They gotta be eating. Le- they put the numbers out, so it's like, how is? I wonder how well they getting treated. They gotta be. I hope they. We gonna hope they pray to God he getting treated good. Amen. Amen, right there, brother. But that song was trash. Just to let you guys know. <laughs> now, how you feel about this song about the introducing Max? I feel like it's a dope song. Actually, see, it left me speechless trying to think of that song. The name of the song is Heart on Ice. Heart, like, you feel me? Your heart on ice. Like, you cold as a motherfucker. Cold hearted. And uh, the name of the artist is Rod Wave. You actually put me on this song. Shit is incredible. I've been actually listening to it nonstop the last three days. And I actually could not wait to talk about this song. Like, my man, my man is nice. I'm not even, no, I ain't gonna hold you. Uh, because I wasn't, a, I'm a lot, of, I'm a late to a lot of parties. And I was happy you put me on this wave. Man, I got you ahead of it. Because, uh, to be honest, a lot of people don't know about him, but how's it feel? Hey, I'm on with it. He got a fan. He got a fan. Man, actually, but be honest, everybody listening right now, it's your opportunity to be a fan, too. We don't work for them, but we just all about real dope we also talk about the trash shit. I mean, really about the components of making dope music. That dude got a dope-ass voice. He's very eclectic. He hits the rhythm that flows. Like, we on Netflix. 
I like the way you did that. I like the way you did that. 100%. Netflix, write a check. Rhythm and flow, huh? You feel me? Shout out to D Smoke, last season's winner. Man, shout out to all the Ferris boys. They all getting it, bruh. It's my folks right there, bruh. Man, like, I think you right. Uh, I actually, I, like I said, I watched Rhythm and Flow the first season, and I, you know, I was, I appreciate the winner, D Smoke from Inglewood. You know, I appreciate the winner. UCLA Bruin right there. Look at you giving that praise right there to a Bruin, boy. Go yeah, ahead. I, he all right. D Smoke is all right. You, you know see what how I mean? he had the transition there? See? I talk, see? The real, boy. But yeah, no, I was gonna give you your credit. Like when you start telling me that was your people's, I sat there and looked, listened to him a lot more. Went to his YouTube videos, went to his iTunes, all the stuff. He's really a real talent, and you know what I mean. Just the new wave, like this new wave of music that's gonna come in the next three years, it's gonna be incredible. It's really changing. Like you know, I feel like he's adding the the Selena approach in rap music and, and pretty much. Ooh, I like that. that. I like that. That ability for the the cross market to be there. People have been trying to tap into that for so long And it's just not being done right And then you got MBJ make this fun ass song Or Uno And it blow up for him But at the same time He didn't have another one to keep that going And not realizing what he was touching And versus D Smokes He's majored in Spanish So his Spanish game is dope And everyone see Check out Rhythm and Flow My folks is gassing on there a lot of people don't know this fun fact. He used to write for Jaheem, Joe, uh, I mean, hella R&B singers. I even I played this song that he wrote, uh, Never at My Wedding. Wow, that's dope. So, and ja, it's Jaheem Never. He wrote it, made the beat, Woodworks Productions. And his brother, Sir, you feel me, Daryl Ferris and Davion. Davion's a success. He wrote for Tyrese and Jill Scott and hella other people. I mean... The, the, the family dynamics is amazing. It's just cool to see somebody get showcased for it versus wondering what happened next for him. And every music video looks like a movie. Cinematic. Looks like a movie, 100%. Actually, that's a good segue into, a, you know what I mean, the co- contrast and comparing into movies. You see, we like to take two different perspectives of two different people from real life or from a character and movies tv shows and pretty much make you think of what if we twisted these people and we do this every time we come on the podcast we'll be doing it with our special guests and it's just interesting to see if you really just switch things and thinking about it like detail for detail what would the outcome be that is and i got one for you you got one how how would let's cross you ain't got one. I bro. got one. Let's cross Pookie from New Jack City. Chris Rock, for people who don't know that. His character, Pookie from New Jack City. And Bill Gates. Let's cross them characters. Let's cross them lives there. Man, it's funny as hell. I was talking about him earlier. Talking about he wasn't scratching like that about the uh, Bruins and shit. And then you get Bruins <laughs> praise about these smokes. Man. Alright. So we're going to take a crackhead and make him a coding genius. And figure it all out overnight, essentially, at Washington. And then we're gonna take a genius and make him a crackhead. Boy, how, how do I even twist in, twist out, push this way in? Like, that is such a hard dynamic. Because now we have to ask ourselves with the way we think about Microsoft, our 
the, the computer be different. Man, so would it be like instead of Xbox Live, would it be Pookie Live? <laughs> For real. For real. That is, that is real facts there. Would it be like uh, uh, projects instead of Xbox? That would be real. Uh, game box. You call it game box or some weird shit like that. Man, it's, it's, it's probably limitless. But do you know just what I like about the contrast of this is that you take one nationality and switch him with another nationality in different places and like trading places people that haven't seen the movie and just think about it and really just digest it that's uh, and i agree I, I i think because even and the reason why i didn't speak too much on bill gates being a crackhead we see this we see different races as crackheads and you know what i mean for me i didn't put too much thought into it because they're more like opiate heads bro they have a real opiate addiction problem for the past what 30 years yes I mean, yeah, a lot of people, a lot of motherfuckers do coke, but how many of them are really doing crack? That is a fact. How many of these rich white people is driving to these motherfucking neighborhoods like it's the 80s still and copping it? That is true. That is true. They are getting this other shit that's fucking them off and killing them. (laughs) That is real. That is 100% real. So, I mean, since also, okay, so since, like, I was thinking about this hard the other day too. Because, you know what I mean, the, the contrast and compare of different movies and different things. I want to ask you personally, on a personal note, if um, you can compare your life and your upbringings, and, and which will be hard, to maybe one movie or you can put it to one movie that you can say, this will be the, the movie of my life. That's already out. Not something that's already that you, in your head written, but something that's already out. Who would, who would be your character? Or who would, you, you know, would be the movie for you? Man, that is a tough one. I sit here and think. I don't think that there's a a specific movie. I think it'd be like a blend of movies. Okay, I'll, I'll go to blend. Give me a couple. Because, I mean, growing up, it was like, shoot, it was like Boondocks, Family Guy, mixed in with the Goonies being wild, but still in the streets. And then it transitioned to, like, White Boy Rick and going to school and like, man, that is a real hard one because I mean, it's so many different elements to my story to to compare to. But it definitely, man, I'm giving out little pieces and hints to who's who, by the way. Nah, I mean, it's still it's it's still a little hard. I would say, and I'm gonna throw a wrench in it. I'm gonna say mine will be. Yeah, what is yours? Because because if you ask the question, I hope you have an answer for yourself. Boys in the Hood, and if I had to pick another movie, Remember the Titans. Boys in the Hood meets Remember the Titans. Don't they technically have like a Remember the Titan moment in Boys in the Hood, Ricky? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, but but you know, I mean, I I I I said that to the to uh to the fact because you had a Disney moment in your life. Yeah, I had a, and uh, you know, I mean the. The aspect of you know what I mean coming together uh, of the you know remember Titans had the white and black you know white kids with the black kids and they came together for one team one moment one unit and uh, that was a contrast for me at that point we all one well, the only color that mattered on that on that field was the one we was represented at that point. Yeah, the jersey you had on. 
So you know that that, that was my that was my little moment. And boys in the hood, man. I I was I was I was like Trey. You know what I mean? My family was in the streets. They didn't let me be in the streets. Pops always took me out, told me, "Hey, you don't need to be doing this." So boys in the hood would be big for me. And I actually had a friend. No, my actually not even a friend. My cousin passed away. He was a Ricky in the scenario. Like, so yeah, that, that would be my two movies. That would be 100% my two movies. So pretty much, man, what is there to, to come? Because, I mean, we've been talking your ear off for about a good minute here. And I know after all this, you got to know what's coming up next. Excitement, more. Uh, this is just a little taste of what we got in store, I guess. Uh, the debates is going to get more heated. We're going to have a lot more fun. And uh, this UCLA USC rivalry is gonna last forever. So yeah, I mean, but that's just insider. The reality is, it's hard to get into them schools. So how many people really gonna come from that background? That is <laughs> true. That is true. Now, as far as this show, we're gonna give you a lot of content. A lot of you know, we want, we wanted to give you guys a perspective of two different sides of the spectrum: rich and poor, white and black. Because no matter what we, no matter what we may think, and no matter how much we may think this world is changed. It's still the same world we live in And we just want to give you a great area Of both our minds coming together And showing you guys that It's something bigger and something deeper That can come out of this So that's my perspective of what we're going to expect So interview wise What do we have coming? You got any uh, insider? You going to share anything? I don't think my contractor lets me do that right now I mean do we at least have like Do we have a model? We got anything? Do we have like a maybe people from tv or radio do we have like what do we have coming up bruh i mean can't, can't tell nothing says a guy who has all the notes <laughs> you're going to do that man i'm gonna let you some i'm gonna let you leak the information i'm gonna let you leak it i ain't leaking shit it's against my motherfucking contract <laughs> but needless to say we I, got some dope shit coming up 100 percent rappers uh, producers, I ain't gonna give no names because that's gonna spoil the whole shit. It's it's gonna be great. Uh, and I don't, uh, you know, what I mean, I want to end this pod. I don't even think it's a podcast. This is an incredible conversation with our folks, and we look at you guys as our folks. So I want to end this podcast for my, you know, I mean, because I want, I want, I want, I want him to have the last word. But I want to end with something very serious to my heart, and uh, I'm gonna try to do this every podcast if he lets me. But I want to end with saying. Something very serious from my heart. Um, Bro, don't be saying no corny ass shit. No, no, this is real deep. It's deep. This is deep. Oh, okay. This is deep. This is okay. deep. Okay. Um, Climax. Let it drop. Got the tear drop. Suicide is real. And um, I see every day I wake up to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, someone taking their lives. And I just want to let you guys know if you guys need to talk to someone, it is programs out there you can um, reach out to. Talk to your family if, if you're not the person Who's going through it Just talk to a family member Talk to a friend That may Really be in a serious situation Even if something's changed About them Their attitude can be A little different for that day Hey this action What's up You never know Like I said Suicide is real I've experienced that A lot of my life And throughout the season We'll talk about Different things in my life I had to overcome But suicide is real I'm sorry I didn't want to end On this serious note For my part But I just had to you Put that out what? there if you, if you don't know The suicide hotline number Logic has a great song That you can listen to And while you're listening to it You can look at the name of the song And it has a phone number And that is a great way For you to take your mind Just a little bit ease And 
wait for that operator to talk to you and help you get out your situation. Honestly, and I want to, I just want to, uh, because on the YouTube link or Facebook, wherever you know, wherever you guys find us at, you will have yeah, my. Where can they find you, we, at Slick? Uh, Instagram, which would be Slickstagram, S L I C, S T A G R A M, Slickstagram, or catch me on Facebook, Victor Slick Young Fryson, all one word. And I'm saying that to say, uh, I'm pretty sure in our bios, our links on the uh, on this podcast, we'll have our links to our pages. If you ain't going through something, you can message me. I'm put. I don't give a damn if I get a hundred thousand messages. You can message me. You know what I mean? Like seriously, this is a serious topic. You, got a you, big can, ass inbox. you can message me. It's in a hundred thousand. It's lit. It is lit. It is lit. Ain't none of them. Right, but that's you know what? That shows real passion. That shows real integrity to the situation of when there's death. There's also a conversation about life. And as he does talk about this dark alley, I'm gonna talk about the bright alley of. You know, for every dark night, bright there is a brighter day. And just like right now, it's raining, storming, people losing their life, driving crazy. You just have to sit back, take time, and appreciate what's in front of you, what you're about to touch, and just appreciate it. Because at the end of the day, all of this could be gone in any moment, whether you choose to do it or not. It's, it's just the way how the universe works. And just take this moment and... and Get the fuck off the serious shit so that we can close out the right way. Because we close out on some serious shit. I don't know if I can live like this. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, man. I hope you guys enjoyed. Once again, um, it's the Black and White Podcast. I mean, the Contrast Uncut Podcast. <laughs> and uh, man, look out for the next episode. We have a radio personality uh, and DJ Kev King in the house. Uh, you can follow me at DJ One Dollars. Look me up on Facebook. Uh, like my brother said, you can follow him on Instagram, Slickstagram, and we'll have our Contrast Uncut up there. You can follow us there. Hashtag Contrast Uncut, trying to get our attention, and shoot, let's keep it live. I want hold. On, I want everybody to hit me up real quick and let me know. Should I get a Snapchat? Uh, I've been contemplating it for the last four months. So everybody hit me in the inbox. Let me know. Should I get a Snapchat? And I'm a, I think I'm done talking for today. Bruh, why you got to close out about some damn Snapchat like you 12 years old learning about it right now? Somebody <laughs> here, man. Man, that means I got to go too. All right, man, it's a contrast uncut.